Today is the amazing G Squad of Marlon and Amy. Ray is off on an adventure currently, so you know, best wishes to him, having fun living his life. But how's everyone like, else doing? I'm down with the sickness. Same. Apparently, everyone's down with the sickness. It's a matter of time. It. It's, it's not COVID. Weird sickness. That's, that's you know, even worse. You don't, you this don't know what is. It is. Uh, like any, you know, uh, anime or animated movie where like that first wave of a, of a species comes in, you think it's the worst wave, but then they have like a backup assistant. This is like that backup sickness. Like, oh, great. Everyone's worried about COVID. Well, here I come. Little old cold me. I'm going to make you sick and congested and I'm going to freak you out because you think you got COVID and you don't have COVID. But now I'm going to make you think you do. It's going to scare you every single day. That's what oh. I got. Yeah, it's like a, it's just another episode of Cells at Work, honestly. <laughs> and my sales were failing me. The American version, which would be interesting. That or they're doing a good job, and it still doesn't matter because uh, my immune system is just taking a hit. Taking yeah, a hit. Same. But even though this is all happening to a lot of people all around us, we had taken the time to catch up on a lot of great shows and media that's out right now. Um, I do want to start with. Stranger Things. So Stranger Things season four, which has been uh, supposed to be premiered this summer. They officially put out an official trailer out. It's phenomenal. It it actually took the time to be like a real trailer of showing clips and uh, visions of stuff that are going to happen, but we don't know what's happening. And it looks all exciting. And of course, they took the Jordan Peele approach in... Uh, doing uh, an 80s song and making it creepy and making it all slow. What's it called? It's, it's, it's a journey. To. It's a journey song. I just can't think of the, the title of it right now. One day love will find Not that you. one, but you're close. Um, but yeah, it was? was, it? Who, it was? <laughs> yeah. It was, was sold out. I didn't even hear that part. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's what a journey's like, Bobby. It's like, uh, uh. Right. Uh, but, but it, I didn't, it didn't down feel Bobby. To. It just felt, ooh. Yeah. And I was like, is that? The yeah, I mean, they gave it the 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 very simple like horror movie thing of take a very popular song and just slow it, and it works with any song. Like for instance, Same. take take a Carly Ray take a Carly Ray Jepsen song. Mm, this is call crazy. Me maybe it's gonna sound crazy, but call me maybe. All the <laughs> other boys. <laughs> used to chase Stop me. it. You're putting it in like, existence. It's going to be like one of those teen <laughs> horror films and they're going to play that in the background. I'll be like, Marley, what a cool, look what you did. That's how easy it is. You take any fun song. If you slow it down, slow it up. I mean, think about like everyone's that, that really weird song in Insidious. Tiptoe through the window. And it's like, oh, this song is real creepy. I don't like it at all. I now. don't like that. Ooh. Yeah, that 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 movie made that song. Again, it's already a weird song, but now you add it to like, oh, we're in a dark house. 10 times scared because like this song is way too happy for what's happening around me right now. Don't like it. Um, mm-hmm. But this Stranger Things season looks incredible. I'll, our kids have grown up, you guys. I know like in real life they're in their young 20s. They're like they're, they're early 20s. No more. But 
in the show, you know, they're high school. I want to say they're like junior, maybe, because uh, they look taller, they look older. They look like they have that teenage look about them where they're just like, all I care about is being a teen and my existence. So they, it kind of seems like they're putting all that craziness behind them that happened in season three. Again, we have uh, Eleven and Will living in California. The rest of them still are in Indiana. And um, Eleven's, a.k.a. Dad, is in Russia. We finally see him. He looked like he went through a lot of stuff. Like some torture happened, some uh, experiments, some stuff is happening. Um, you know, it's lots of fast clips. You see, I forget the girl with the red hair, but she was levitating. I don't know what the hell that means. And for me, it's it's the last couple of scenes because it looks like they're finally going to take the it's chance. Max. To, yeah, Max, that's it. It looks like all the kids are finally taking the chance to go to actually go to the Upside Down, which I, I'm i like, I don't know if this is a different level or is this the same because I feel like it's always evolving in that world. But it looks like they're trying to get there. And in the end of the whole trailer, there's this creature. I'm, I do not know the name of this creature. Maybe Marlon, you might know with your D&D knowledge. But there's some kind of crazy looking creature down there. And he's all like, you've broken everything. Da, 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 da. He has like that crazy villain uh, voiceover. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on? And so I'm like, I will be stuck stuck or glued to my couch watching this season when it comes out um i'm hoping i think netflix will just put the whole season out and then it's a binge watch session but don't forget they have split this season so part one will be out i believe next month if not the beginning of the summer and then part two is later in july i believe um but i don't know if you guys are checking out this trailer what are your thoughts are you excited to see 11 in the game and everybody they're all so much older now. I mean, the, I think the oldest uh, of the kids is Caleb. He's like 20. Right. And like, right. it's just like, he's a full grown adult voting age. Oh, yeah. It looks really great. Uh, I love how they're sticking with the theme of finding D&D monster characters. We have the Demi Gorgon, uh, the Mind Flayer. And this season, from what I can see, this looks like um, maybe a Lich character. Mm. So maybe, and I think like, What's helpful is that I think on the Twitter, uh, the for Stranger Things, the show reached out and said that this is Vecna, and Vecna is a powerful wizard in D and D lore that, due to his like thirst for knowledge and power, transformed into a lich. Oh. So the show is. The, the, I love how the show is like great. We are gonna still keep. We're, we're still going to be nerds. We're going to stick to this, this whole like nerd lore, D&D culture. Mm-hmm. We're going to make sure it's fun and scary. But all our mantras are going to be about the world of D&D, uh, which, if anything, I think the only thing I am honestly hoping we see, this isn't the last season or, or is this the last season? This, this is, is it? We're done? Well, that's the thing. They said this is the they said the fifth season is going to be their last season. But mm. we don't know what is that if that's still on the horizon or anything. Um, but These kids they, are getting old, though. Right, so. they're setting up like the fourth season is going to be last, even though we don't officially know. It is being split like it is a final season. So I think once we see part two, once maybe a trailer for that, we'll mm-hmm. get some information if the fifth season is the final season because it's the brothers okay. seem like that that was the goal, but we don't know. It I, again depends on Netflix ratings. You know how Netflix likes the ratings and views on shows. Yeah. Or they cancel you. 
But I feel like this one particularly is a Netflix staple in the same way that The Witcher is a Netflix staple. It's like, great, like these shows are so powerfully attached to us that we're going to hold on to it to make sure it at least wraps. Uh, And all in all, I'm only asking because I want my boy Will to finally, he's asked all last season, (laughs) can we just play D&D? I've been in the upside down for a whole season and a half. And I came back. And I just want to play. Everyone's kissing girls. Everyone has hormones. <laughs> and I just want to play D&D. My hope is that this show ends the way it began. Where we like, because remember the show began with the kids all playing D&D, being cutesy and young. I'm hoping they end with one final game of like 19, 20 year old D&D players just like having a blast as they go off to college or wherever it takes them. But honestly they had to wrap it up because you can only play a teen for so long before it's (laughs) like it's like literally like caleb is he's a full-grown adult like if you look at his face where he was his full his his jawline has come in as has gaten's jaw they're 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 adult men jaws have grown at this point in time you can only play a child for so long like finn is fine playing a young man it's like i think it's like his like niche character is that he can play younger because he has a very like Timothy Chalamet-like face. He has a Timothy Chalamet-like face. Noah, same thing. Sadie can also play the same thing. Natalie can put, and also I think, and then Joey, and Joe I think also is like, he's he's always been older, but the man is about to be 30. So uh, Playing yeah, high he, school, young, I college. Think it's, yeah. He's time to move on, you know? Uh, I don't know anything about Charlie Heaton. He always creeps me out with his face, so I don't really know. Um, and... So my my thing is, do you guys think somehow maybe if we get to the fifth season or whatever, do you think there's going to be a time skip to when it's either maybe current day or if they're adults? And um, I'm, I don't know. I didn't see it, but I'm it's making me it's giving me it vibes where it's years later and everyone's <laughs> adults. Um, do you think they're going to be facing any problems, or do you think they'll just be like a Harry Potter scene where it's like we're adults? We're living our lives, but we're going to have a D&D session because we realize this is what we should have been doing since kids. Because mm, real eyes, real eyes, real lies. No, um, <laughs> sorry. No, uh, I think I think you're right. They, they will try to do some artsy way of wrapping this up. And maybe they do like a college send off where it's like, hey. Good luck at college. We're going to miss you. Uh, or maybe they just do great. Like they just come back from fighting. They're all tired and they end on like, hey, so we want to put some D&D and then it just wraps. I don't know. Either way, they're going to find a powerful way to do it. I think because we've watched these kids for so long, I do think they will potentially lean into like, let's talk about what they're going to do moving forward because they've been a part of it for so long. Let's give them a send off of some sort. Like they like their entire child to adult life has been this show for a lot of them like this has been their only show you know a few of them tried to like find other endeavors other movies other side hustles but for a few of them this has been their entire lives has been this one project so i do think they will like reward them in some way uh, to be like hey we're gonna miss you here's your great send-off it's a wrap well that'll be such a nice Send off, and then then we can all we watch Stranger Things from the beginning. <laughs> it's like finally I can I can watch it from beginning to end because that is a goal of mine. It's been this show has been on since two thousand and 
15? 16. Mm. 16. Yeah. First episode was 2016. That's a long time, you guys. And it's still like, if they do make the fifth season, that might be next year or the year before, after that. And that's that's almost 10 years of, of the show. Um, and that's a lot. Just because I feel like the show is such... It's in its small universe and small audience and everything. It's not like as big and grand as The Witcher, but like for a show where it's like we stayed in this creepy city for so long and dealing with all these supernatural elements for nearly, you know, over six years and it still retain all our attention. Like that's some good writing. And I hope like, you know, beyond the Stranger Things, we hope to see something from the is it the, the I want to say the Russo brothers, the, but they're the not. Duffer, I want to say the Duffer brothers. Duffer. Duffer brothers. I don't know why I say Duffer brothers, but the Duffer brothers. I hope to see something, um, not as engaging or better, but something that's also really cool from them in the future, since their their attention will be tied to something else beyond this. I have a question for you guys. So, w- with this being like almost the end of the series. Um, do you think that because Eleven's the one that kind of kicked things off in a sense, do you think she's going to survive the remainder? I was wondering if someone's going to die. Yeah, I mean, you fuck with supernatural shit, someone's going to die. Every every season <laughs> someone has died, so right? I don't know who would be this season and who's going to be in the final season. Well, I mean, let's think about it in the in the way that the show, like, the show touched on so many other sci-fi shows. Like, Eleven was very E.T.-like. Like, they just find this girl, they literally bring her to the basement and just feed her waffles the entire time like she was E.T. Um, so, potentially, maybe it ends with her just leaving, like, going with her, or going with her other family or her other numbers and, like, going off somewhere else to, like, survive in their own little uh, mutant island or mutant location somewhere else. Maybe she goes back into the Upside Down. Like, we're going to go there and, like, make it our home place. Uh, I think they're going to try to find some way to make it sci-fi horror. So I do see them, like, we're going to have her go back to the Upside Down and maybe the crew can, like, still communicate with her with, like, the window, with, like, a mirror. Like, they fog the mirror up, they say, hey, Eleven, she flies back of like hi or like i can always see you just something that's gonna be like cool we want to keep this like alien-esque thing going on here so maybe she ends up ends up leaving or going to the upside down to control it as the new keeper of this location to keep the people to keep the, the entities there from breaching the wall or so whatever queen of the underworld in a sense yeah, oh. which honestly is quite frankly the most D and D thing you could possibly do. I must go to the I must go to the other planar level, and I will be the one in charge to make sure I keep the the world just and right. Yeah, and and I feel like for with her character, I feel like she's gonna come to that realization that it she's gonna say it's her fault, you know, that all this stuff has happened to these kids, and so she's gonna feel like she's gonna take this responsibility so that everyone can finally leave in peace. Um, I'm just thinking about Will, who still needs, a, like, a lifetime of therapy. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. With that, I feel like he might actually be a big assist, assist in this, because he, too, was in there for a long time. So, between both of them, which I think is interesting that both of them are outside of the main uh, city, of all this stuff happening. So I, between the both of them, something they're going to be taking some big leaps to protect everyone. Especially with Will, because he felt like everyone was trying to protect and save him. And I think he's going to step up to the plate where he's like, it's my turn. 
type thing. And that's going to make me worry because he's my favorite. Well, I mean, he's the one that has the longest connection besides Eleven to this location. So maybe he himself can tap into that uh, latent power. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe he's like, cool, like I've been touched or tainted in a way that gives me a leg up. Like he's he's, he already had an entire season where he was able to see the creature that no one else could see. So he already has this kind of like uh, true sight, which is another D&D term. So he has true sight. He can see things that are invisible. Uh, He also has this like other like Peter Tangle to know like when like when like something is going wrong. So maybe this is the season where he is uh with Eleven and they're like, oh, Will has these additional powers that connect him to this world, which can make him helpful or could make him a hindrance, a la Harry Potter and the fact that Voldemort could see through him at all times. So right. we'll see this, you know, how they want to play this out. He but he could be a beacon for that. Yeah. Oh, stress, but I can't wait. Um, again, I believe I want to say it's out May twenty seventh. That's a date in my head, but I will double check. You are correct. Uh, it premieres May twenty seventh. Awesome. May twenty seventh is when season four, part one, comes out. I believe part two is sometime in July. We don't have an official date for that, but yeah, I, season two. Uh, no, part two of season four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And to answer your question, Kat, yes, so the 27th is volume one and July 1st is volume two. July 1st. Oh, we're kicking it off. Well, we'll keep all you listeners updated on that because I know that is one of Force's top favorite shows. So we will be watching it, analyzing it, having therapy sessions over these episodes. Awesome. Another great show that we all adore but just recently ended but we would still love to talk about it, is Abbott Elementary. To me, this is the best show of 2022. It's definitely my favorite <laughs> comedy. Um, season, The first season just ended with 13 episodes. Uh, you can find it on Hulu or if you have cable on ABC. Um, Marlon, how did you feel about this perfect first season? <laughs> How do you feel about this perfect show, Marlon? Tell me how you feel about this perfect show. Uh, no, um, this was honestly, I think this was. I remember I follow Quinta on Facebook and Instagram, so I remember her like tweeting and like IGing about the show she was behind, Apple Elementary, and I was like, oh, this looks like a cool show. Um, I had no idea how amazing it was going to be. Um, but it was great. I feel like, you know, those 13 episodes were done in such a very intentional way, in a way that it definitely remind it has beats that will remind you of The Office or Parks and Rec, but it also has a lot of individuality and uniqueness to it that makes it stand apart from the similar genres that it, you know, can be compared to. Uh, and honestly, it was a full enjoyment. As someone who used to be an educator, uh, this is absolutely uh, what we go through. On a, on a day-to-day basis. It was so uh, true, especially I love how they chose to uh, have young teachers and veteran teachers mm-hmm. be the focus mm-hmm. because you can then see yourself as you start an education okay. and where you may have left education. You can see that transition of your character in this show uh, and as well as seeing in the kids, like the kids you see on a day-to-day basis. And I particularly love um, Quinta's character, Janine, from episode one to episode 13, where she's like, maybe it's her year two, she's still trying to fill out how she is as an educator and has a very small, mousy, docile voice. And by the 13th episode, she finally tells her kids, sit down and stop acting crazy on this bus. And I was like, 
I remember that moment where I was like, you know what? I could be nice and I could ask y'all to be quiet and this will take me 10 minutes or I can just tell you to be quiet right now very, very effectively and smack all this, like, and just like right. knock the volume down quickly and effectively. And I just love seeing Janine be like, you know what? Stop it. We're done. We're on the bus. Stop all the shouting. I was like, all right. Even Barbara sat down. She was just like, dang. <laughs> like, it happens. She was so proud. She was just like, ah. When you find your teacher voice, that is <laughs> when you know you're in it. Like, when you, like, finding your teacher voice is a, it's, I, I will compare it to finding your roar in The Lion King. Finding <laughs> your teacher voice is key to survival. I know teachers who I, who I helped coach in high school who at that level had not found their teacher voice and their classes are a nightmare. And I effectively remember just walking into a room being like, if y'all don't sit down and be quiet and then just like commanding the space. A teacher voice is useful from K through 12, y'all. It's 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 necessary. And I just love watching the show talk about very relatable moments in education. So I think at elementary, I'm sad it was only 13 episodes, but I'm excited for what season two can hold. And I love that she had an, an interview, Quinta, with um, like I think with Donald Glover and I think another I think maybe LeBron James, where Donald Glover is like, I am so jealous of you because I wish that was my idea to do that show. It's <laughs> such a good show. I wish I had thought about it. That's genius that you thought about it. And as someone who was like, enjoys your show, I am so jealous of you right now, but I love it. It's so funny because I know she's like, but your show is not good. It's good too. Like, but no. It, and that it, was her response. It's literally, it's literally, again, she takes it from her childhood with her mother being a teacher and her going through her, you know, as a, as a kid in Philly at that time, finding her teachers that she felt close to um, and then hearing the stories um, from all of them. And I'm like, if there's one thing about us teachers and educators, we all have something similar. We have a lot of things like related to, which is just dealing with kids, administration, the budget. Like she, the first season, she took that route to go through all of that. Like every episode was super relatable, um, too relatable, might I add. Um, but at the same time, it's like she she makes it fun. So it's like, oh, this was a this was an episode that I I remember in my own experience. It was kind of triggering, but then it was like it was a comedy. So then I was like, oh, that's how they did it. That's hilarious because it wasn't like that for me. But like having a principal that just isn't that supportive. But then at the same time, you love Ava. Like Ava is this is just the star of the show. <laughs> you do love her. She makes things funny as hell. Like. She? I feel like the show knew what they needed to do. I feel like at a certain point they had to come to they had to come to Jesus moment of like we need to actually adjust some things because if we don't have an episode where she is learning her lesson, uh, we're gonna have a moment where no one likes his character. So I think we, right. we we think we got two episodes that help humanize her, but without them, I absolutely would have disliked Ava. <laughs> I still kind of do. Um, because she's manipulative and yeah. she's bad at her job yeah. and refused to learn how to do it correctly at all True. until like her job was on the line. Uh, but hey, she's redeemable and we'll see what happens in season two. Well, I thought she was redeemable even like when she took the time to teach those girls how to do the step thing. And I thought, you know, for someone who's pretty selfish, who stays away from the kids unless they're in the office. I like that she actually was just like trying to be relatable to them and showing like something she was good at. 
And then we actually got to see, like, maybe she's acting like this because her home life is crazy. Her home life is crazy. Okay, yes. She a grown woman. You're not she wrong. She a grown woman. Though. You're not wrong. But <laughs> you can't pick and choose shit like that. Like, it's not, that's not fair to everybody else who's pulling their weight. But she, she's yeah. pulling her weight like, now. I feel like, Kat, what's hard is that they started out the gate so strong with how bad she was on episode one. True. Where she took the school's money and used all of it for a sign <laughs> and for her hair and makeup. And for I the think, rims. Yeah. And for I think that's where the show might have made a misstep with Ava as a character. Because, right. again, you can make her be negligent and annoying, but to have her take funds for the kids and misuse them, I think for me is where I was like, okay, no, I don't like this character. Like <laughs> right. that, that should have gone to those teachers, right. which then could have gone to the students. Right. And instead of that happening, she's like, oh, no, I'm going to buy a sign that is not necessary for the school and also I'm going to pay for my own hair and makeup. Right. And, and I was like, oh, okay, that, yeah, that's yeah, you I'm I'm not okay with that. I think that's where it was hard for me. I feel like had they began with like her being incompetent, that makes sense. If anything, I chalk this up to like season one of The Office where Michael Scott was absolutely just terrible and true. heinous. Right. Mm-hmm. And like everyone's like, this man, sh-, like literally, I remember season one be like, how is he still in charge? Yeah. I hate him. <laughs> this is not okay. <laughs> and then true. somebody like, they pull like, okay, we got to stop making him that bad. Let's, let's, let's lean more towards into incompetence and less into like fully like hardcore, like I'm going to try to make this workspace uninhabitable for everyone involved. And I think they did that mid season one shift with their character, Mm -hmm. which was helpful, but they are going to have to do a lot of work to fix the fact that she spent literally, was it 10, 12 grand from the school on a sign, which I think was maybe five grand or six grand, which means that she pocketed that money, which is a crime <laughs> and also she works for an underprivileged school right. where they could probably use that money i was like and then every episode afterwards is then be like oh we don't have money i'm like that money could have paid for that right yeah. that money could have paid for those scissors could have paid for that light switch could pay for that bathroom but she spent it on a hairdo and some makeup those and iPads. she was like yeah those ipads but yeah, yeah i feel like her as the character the development is there i look forward to seeing it happen but it's, as yeah. far as season one goes she was my least favorite character I can see that. She, 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 like in real life, she would be hated on so much. I probably would sue her. Um, but hers, I feel like out of all the characters, she has the most memorable scenes and one liners. But I think because oh, yeah. uh, Janelle James is a comedian in real life, and most of that was ad lib because she's just <laughs> that crazy funny. Um, but as far as just seeing everyone else grow, like seeing like Gregory grow um, from being uh, a sub that just didn't want nobody to bother him mm-hmm. didn't, you know he didn't want to it was everything was temporary so he wasn't trying to be attached to stuff but you know he has an interest in Janine um and seeing that episode the it was the big episode where it was the the district episode and he applies to be a full-time teacher you know even though we all knew since episode one he wanted to be a principal he was supposed to be the principal at Abbott but I think because being with the kids and all the shenanigans going down. Um, he became a full-time teacher. And by the end of the season, the last episode, he's a full-time staff. And that actually made me feel happy. Cause I was like, seeing how he was like from his, I don't like pizza and I don't decorate my classroom. Kids are whatever. 
I'm just trying to look forward towards another thing. His dad's on him because his dad's like, why don't you just run my business and be successful? He went through a lot of just yin and yang mm-hmm. stuff for him to be like, you know what? I actually like teaching. And a lot of these kids need a black male role model because he was the only one there. So right. I think season two, I just I'm excited to see what he's going to bring now as he knows that he's going in as a as a teacher. Yeah, Mr. Johnson. Huh? They also have they they they, they also have Mr. Johnson as a black educator. Who's Mr. Johnson? He's the janitor. <laughs> I was like, what? I mean, you're not wrong. He had he he had Gregory's back a lot in his weird ways. Oh, Gave him some wisdom to help inspire him. That man, though, he's just he's too much. It's not like yeah. I dislike him, but he he too much too because. Yeah, but no, I think yeah, I think the show definitely is gonna have to figure out what they're gonna do with a few characters in particular. Like Ava's one of them because again, is she gonna learn her job? Because even if this superintendent wasn't out to get her, Mm -hmm. uh, she clearly doesn't understand how being a principal works. And as someone that worked in an admin, Mm -hmm. I know that data literally is the bread and butter of your job. And when they ask you to compile data, if you can't compile that data and do a speech or talk about it, uh, you might not have a job for too long. So I love that they were like, cool, she has a passion for this. But it also sounds like she doesn't have a background in it. It sounds like she just caught this man cheating. He was like, great, you're now the principal. so I'm wondering if they're going to have her do night school because if they have True. her go through a season two of her doing classes to understand her role, I think that would be an interesting way of having her um, kind of grow up, I guess, in this role, which is probably going to be necessary. And I think what's great about uh, Gregory is that if he does want to be a principal, I think the one thing that uh, staff, uh, who, whether they're in the classroom or support staff, one thing that we always ask about a principal candidate is like, have you been a classroom teacher before? Because it's one thing to come in from a principal college because you can go from a principal college and never have been in a classroom. Exactly. You can get your certificate being a principal, never having led a classroom, right. never having done testing right. and just get it and then get the job. Right. So yes. I'm hoping that we see Gregory do the classroom work, put the work in and then end of season five or whatever, he becomes a principal. And that's like, that's how they go out on. But I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing how Mishka Menti does her things, her big Italian family. Uh, Barb, I feel like is going to retire. It's going to be oh, great so to see. Let's talk about that. I, I want her to still stay. Like, even when she mentioned it, I got all sad. Like, but I don't want you to leave. We're going to see. But I am looking forward to seeing what's going to happen with Gregory and Barb's daughter. That's going to be some, like, it's going to be some gym. And what was the girl before? No, no. What was the girl before Pam? I'm sorry, the girl after Pam, when they had their little oh, bit, the, uh, the, the parts Jim of and Karen? Karen. Jim and Karen. Because the, the, Barb's daughter is going to be the Karen in this scenario. And we, because we, we know that Gregory's Pam is always going to be Janine, but they're just two star-crossed lovers. They're literally the exact same scenario where you got Pam and uh, what's his name? Jim. Royce. Roy. No, Roy. And Roy. Yeah. Roy. Roy. I'm sorry. Roy literally is going to be Tariq. Who's Royce. like, I'm over here doing my job, baby. And you over here cheating on me? That's messed up. How could you? So I feel like that's going to be this, this year's new, like, Jim and Pam thing. And Roy and Karen is these four people here. 
We're going to try to figure out how to like date and wind up with each other, sharing glances. Maybe he proses to her at like some Philly cheesesteak oh, shop no. or maybe eats a slice of pizza for her. And it's like, I'll eat pizza for you, baby. And then proses to her. We'd all be like, he, he ate that pizza for her. He never likes putting food on top of other food. This is so <laughs> unlike Gregory. He likes chicken and vegetables. <laughs> yeah. He, no, no. He, he only likes oh, boiled chicken. chicken. Not fried, not grilled. Boiled, boiled chicken. And so vegetables. We're going to see well, Gregory transform for this love oh. thing happening no, with him and Janine. I'm looking forward to that Jimmy moment. and Tariq are taking a break. Tariq might actually make it big in his little fade of tour and he might actually try to come back and do the right thing and, and that might be at a time use drugs punch him in the face talk about characters that face. we don't like i just cannot stand his character like i love that fox in real God. life but that character just i just could not like first of all janine why were you with He's this guy worst. since you were in school and he she was like because women I know you're can a settle I know you're a very feminist. easily I know, I know you're a feminist i let you pay for all my stuff i was like women no. settle easily all the time. Well, because no. all the fucking Janine, time. <laughs> Janine literally is living the life of like every quiet person who finds her first like like so like yes. cool. This person likes me. I don't like talking to a lot of people. I'm kind of not a, an, an, an extrovert. They came to me. Uh, great. I'm gonna lock this in. I don't need to do anything else. Like I'm not like I'm I'm, I'm okay with 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 where I'm at. And, and this person is like, I'm gonna settle here. I'm done. So when this person could be terrible, they could not pay rent for forever, uh, <laughs> not do the dishes, eat your breakfast croissant, and make you pass out at work. And take you your, eat your car. breakfast all day, and take your car. Put no gas in it either. So like, as terrible as he is, it was so wild to watch him get this like Tom Haberford level <laughs> success. <laughs> From his from his little drug dare program, I was like, I, was like, I can't believe this. I was like, I can't believe he's successful. I cannot believe this idiot. This idiot somehow got a record deal to do a a, a drug free program to do a tour across the world. I was like, of course he, of course he would. I might be the one to stop drugs forever. <laughs> I just, I just couldn't. He's just too much. Um, I, and then when yeah, she had terrible, to be the bigger person to break him up, he was just like, what? Like, you're letting me go? Right. Right. And <laughs> he had the audacity. So that means I can smash with the people, right? <laughs> just like, Literally, the first question. He's like, because they're cool. I don't want to break, but like, can I have sex with people real quick? Can I, can I do that? Can right. I, and she's just like, I, just get out of here. Like, just go. So I am interested to see if he'll come back either next season or a season after um, at an opportune time when Janine and Gregory might be set up to move forward and then he's going to be like they are. hey, so, I still love you girl. Everyone sees it does, so it's got to happen. Everyone does that mean it. we're not getting a new season until after summer? I hate that. I don't like that. I hate those yeah, waits. That's why I said I would like to have I mean I think they said they were nude for second and third oh. but we don't have no release date yeah. and I don't know if they started filming yet so if they are they need to start now if they want to start in September right. if not it's going to be later this year if not it might be to spring oh, no. which I, I can't I need it to start this fall you're like starts. I miss teacher life <laughs> is this the best way for me to be a part of teacher life without being a teacher like it's like girl I've been there what you gonna do and this episode is just but yeah you guys I mean, this, was... this show literally has a 97% 
on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. It has like the highest score on a TV show. I, have, I didn't even it's know like Rotten Tomatoes did TV shows. It's almost perfect. It's yeah, they do. Almost perfect. Like I didn't the show. know that. Yeah, they do. It's and the like, Pixar of TV shows. It's kicking butt. It's certified <laughs> fresh, you know? It's like. Certified fresh. Certified. We'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to seeing what future episodes look like. Um, and this is going to be one of those shows that's going to be here to stay. Uh, and so I'm excited for it. It's show for sure. So it's oh, like, yeah, the I show, watched Office or I watched Abbott Elementary. It literally makes you wonder why no one ever thought to do a show like this. Like, right. Let's do a show with like teachers at schools that is very similar to The Office because, again, it's super easy to do. So these, many perspectives. These, so, like, education invites so many weird people into one space at a given time. Right. Like literally, it's like, great. You like, we, we got our TFA folks from the East Coast. We got yes. our folks who were coming out from the South from their own teacher program. We got some folks from the community who like grew up here, who are teaching here. We got some like transplants from elsewhere. It's so many different hues of people who have to operate within one space, who have so many different cultural backgrounds with one specific cultural subset of kids mm-hmm. that the shenanigans write themselves at that point. Like, Literally, Kat and I worked at a school called Vincent Academy, RIP, and every day it was like, why is no one recording this? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Do you know how many times, Amy, do you know how many times I did the Jim Halpert look off to the distance of the I camera? Like, I'm I that just sure. Happened. Did no one hear I'm that? sure you did. I believe you. Uh, yeah. I believe that you. How many times a, a, a kid asked me a borderline inappropriate question? I'm like, what the hell did you just ask me? Yeah, and you have to like, <laughs> hey, yeah, let's talk about something else. You're just like, it's, it's wild to like, hey, Mr. W, are you dating right now? Mr. W, my mom's single. It's like, I don't need to know that. People are asking me, that. am I going to have kids? That, so that question. I'm like, why do you like, care? <laughs> because they want to play with my kids. <laughs> They're like, you're cool. You, kids, you, and I'm you, like, you, you, you must have great kids that come to school. Well, right, because I'm cool. And I'm just like, the fact that your brain cares about this stuff. It's like, that. I had to distract you with anime and coding for you to be like, oh, wait, this is what I should be focusing on because it's, I'm a kid. Don't be worried about our teacher lives. But it became like that because our school was very small and private. Kind of like how Abbott was. It's a small school and everybody knows each other's business. Yeah. But everyone mm-hmm. is still supportive because, you know, we're there that for tiny the tiny teacher's lounge. Yes, tiny. That's teacher lounge te- or for like me I always found an shuffle empty around people and I hid in a dark corner like that was the best place because kids will find you in the teacher lounge I'll be like you're gonna find me in a why are you in here leave like, walk, I need to talk right to somebody right why are you here exactly <laughs> like, why are you here I'm looking for someone so you passed through 20 other adults just to find me <laughs> good mm-hmm. times good times but Abbott Elementary is what I need because I can live that vigorously. Like, I don't have to worry about that no more. But mm-hmm. if you over. haven't checked it out, it's on Hulu, all episodes. Please, like, check it out. It will, it, it's, I think it's super relatable. Even if you were never an educator, I think even working, working with weird coworkers or just <laughs> children in general, because the children, again, I, I just want to highlight over and over again, the kids are the gem of the show. They I felt like I knew them or I know them and they're the, the way they deliver the lines are just, just kids. And the fact that these kids on the show, they're going to have this show on their resume is a pretty big deal. That makes me really happy in case they so want early. to pursue other things in the future. So that's, that's also awesome. like Quinta just, she just be knowing. And I'm very yeah. proud to see what I else. Mean, I am get. 
I am going to miss her on Black Lady Sketch Show because she was in season one and she left season two to do her own show, which, you know, shout out to you. Uh, but I do remember season one with Quinta and it was just so funny. Yeah. Uh, she's such a great and talented uh, just writer. But season uh, two and season three of Black Girl Sketch Show is uh, pretty great. It's out on HBO Max right now, too. Yeah, it is. So check that and out. And episodes are so good. Uh, especially after being sick this is like the honey to my tea yeah um, I mean check it out Kat I feel like the first episode is going to speak to you the first episode is called Save My Edges I'm a Donor that is perfectly <laughs> titled that is perfectly titled I love it I love it so much maybe I'll watch that and talk about that next week it's so good Save My Edges I'm a Donor <laughs> <laughs> and you know who says that you know who says that Ooh. Kiki? No! I think Kiki Palmer says that one. <laughs> I'm dead. Oh my gosh. Okay. God, I would definitely... oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Not Kiki. It's, um, God, her name. Uh, Kyla Pratt. Not Kyla Pratt. Kyla Pratt's in it. Penny's voice. Says, she literally says, say my address, I'm a downer. <laughs> I can hear her it's say so that. Um, I know, we're making so many black shows. Please check out, uh, the Proud Family, the new show episodes, because those episodes have been keeping me alive during my lunch break. They're just so mm-hmm. funny. And I think it's because the past of us, you know, growing up with the show in the past, but then having like the the, the stuff that teens go with today and the modern stuff. I don't know. It's even funnier now because it's like, y'all really going, I'm not surprised you're going to be like this, but it's just, it's so funny. I, I feel like half mm-hmm. the time, this show is not for little kids. It's it's literally for our age because it's it's too dang funny. It, it can't be that funny. It's on Disney Plus, but it is. So that's just another little plug since we're going down the line of awesome black, black women uh, characters on shows. But I'm so sad that I have to take this turn um, down another road. Um, but it's it's still just for the fandom. Da, 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 da. <laughs> That part. Because it's the worst part of the franchise, that's why. It is. Have you heard that uh, that Lemon for a Time played like a played on like a really bad recorder? No, no, don't, no, stop, 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 stop. Please, God, stop. But like it's like, but like it's played terribly, and like in the the video you see is Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven with all the glitches playing no! in the background. And it's, Jesus, and it's played terrible because the game was terrible. So it's it just like it's just like some guy spinning in a circle to the little t post. <laughs> I'm so, that's, so dead. So that's why I did the really bad Harry Potter one because this is a really bad shadow of its former show. It is. So I am talking about the third series of the Fantastic Beasts, but this is called. The Secrets of Dumbledore. Three of five. But I just want to start off saying... Three of five. I feel bad for Newt because this is supposed to be his series, but then Jude Law... Oh, it got snatched. It's gone. Dumbledore totally was like, eh, we're going to talk about stuff that was never in the books, that's totally made up, makes no sense, um, and you're going to watch it because Harry Potter, you know? Um, and so for me, I was like, I just want to know if that boy was, uh, a, really a Dumbledore. Like, that was the only reason I was like, I really just need to know. And I want to know how we're going to have two to three more movies after this, because it's already sounding bad. But hey, 
okay. It looks like we, we might still be on the road to that. It's going to take some time unless everyone drops out, but it I looks mean, like it's going to still keep going. Me, Your boy Ezra, people, WB is fully pulling out on well, Ezra. The good thing about the man that is... was a menace in Hawaii for 10 days straight. I mean, How he's do a you have the time? goal to be a menace on an island for 10 straight days? Oh, white man. I mean, Marlon... I, was that Amy? Was that Amy? Was that one more time? There you go, white man. Wow! <laughs> literally, had this been a person called, they would have been in jail for a much or been told to leave. This man was literally ten days straight. People on Hawaii, like, can y'all come and get Ezra Miller? He's literally in my apartment, threatening me with a knife right now. This man came to someone's apartment. This man kicked someone's door. Says, "I'm killing your wife," and it's like, is this man on crack? Yes. This is this is crackhead behavior. This man is out here just where, fighting people at karaoke bars. Where is he now? Is he here? Is he back is he in Hawaii? He's in jail? Where is he? I remember seeing on TikTok someone like was following like oh. someone found him in like still in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. They're like they're like I think Ezra just got out of jail today. He's like in like a, a bar dancing to like a Nicki Minaj song and the what? weirdest Get white man like, way ever. I think it might have been started. I think it actually might have been started. <laughs> this man is just this man is, this man is white girl dancing it up. They are living their best lives post being arrested for the fifth time on this island. I just want you guys to remember because I never liked Ezra Miller since he was doing that movie with uh, Emma Watson. Like he since, uh, since then the because wallflower he thingy. Been, he did a of being a wallflower sympathizing the killer of Mike Brown. Years yeah. ago, and I yeah. never ever forgot that because I was like the mindset to have, and then you're still gonna stand by it. But then since he's getting, he was getting bigger and bigger. Then he was all like, you know, he had a quote where he was like, the KKK just to kill themselves with their guns. Like he was just like that. And I feel like his personality is all about changing to fit whatever's cool. I'm not saying like even when he shows his pronouns, that was what he was trying to do. Because I mean, you have the option to do that, but. To hear what he was doing in Hawaii, I wasn't even surprised. I was like, again, this man is a, a chameleon. He'll he'll shapeshift into what is the best. And that's why I was like, again, with the Johnny Depp craziness and stuff, they kicked Johnny Depp off the Fantastic Beast movie. I feel like they should have kicked out Ezra too, but now I think Warner Brothers is like, oh shit, we should have done that. Over. But back in the movie, I will say- They paused all his stuff. I mean, yeah. I mean, no more Flash movie for now, right? I mean, yeah, he's effectively like adding another nail in the coffin, which honestly is why. Well, no, true, but also this is also what led to that other article being that the fact that with this whole like new WB merge or whatever, they're like, cool, we're gonna rethink all of DC right now because we're missing Henry Cavill uh, and Ezra Miller's getting Henry's kicked right, out. Bye. We need to, like, we still got his Momoa. He's still on here to do some more stuff. <laughs> we need to rethink all of this again because we keep losing. Just people keep, keep it dropping. Animated. Let's just change it up just the whole thing. But yeah, I'm, I'm saying back to you, Kat. Also, I knew what this movie was when they decided to take the font, Fantastic Beast, and make it, like, four-size font and then make the Secret Dumbledore biggest shit. Yeah. And it's like, cool. We're like, we kind of have to keep calling a Fantastic Beast, but this is no longer a new Spider movie. The main character is Dumbledore. Right. With Newt. And I'm like, but Newt was the one that started off. But anyway, so again, if you had been paying attention, if you ever watched the other ones, I know everyone had at least to see the first one. First one. But in the story, we're dealing with so this was during so history lesson. Just Hogwarts or Hogwarts history lesson. We all know about Grinwall. He was like 
true. I want to say he was almost like the Hitler of the time. This was during the 1930s, 40s. Oh, no. He was pre-Hitler, according to the timeline. Oh, yeah, okay. he was. He was like 20 years before. So he was a worse villain than Voldemort. Uh, crazy thing is, Dumbledore grew up with this man. They were best friends. The movie indicated that they were more than best friends. They were loving each other. They were best friends in the historical sense. Well, no, they actually were like, you know, I... Oh, no, no. That's that's why I'm saying they're best friends in the historical, historical sense. sense. You're right. You're of right. like, and these two women shared the same home. They were the best of friends. It's like, cool. These two men were the best of friends. friends. So they were going to run away together. And Dumbledore's brother didn't want to hear it. Um, and if you remember the last Harry Potter movie, one of the Hollows movie, you meet Dumbledore's brother Aberforth, and how you find out he had a sister. The sister had mysteriously died over some kind of one fight. They go into details about that. Again, we don't know who actually killed her because it could be Dumbledore, it could have been Aberforth, but they were arguing because Dumbledore was running away with Grindelwald. Ever since then, him and his brother have a rocky relationship, but they are in this movie together. We do get to see Aberforth. We get to see uh, the Hogsmeade town. We even get to see Minerva, which actually cheered me up because I was like, uh, we need to see McGonagall because y'all keep teasing us with if she's there or not. So it's pretty good to see her. That messes with the entire timeline of the movie. I though. know, but <laughs> I was happy to see her. Because it's like, wait, is she a, an adult? Then she must be hundreds of years old she, by the time we get to the Harry Potter I mean, film. There was like, none of this lines up. Marlon, she looks But no, according to like the books, she's only like in her like, you know, uh, I think 60. So it's like, True. This, doesn't, this doesn't line up. Like, why is she here? But I, I think it's cool. She's in it. But the, this also ruined a bunch of the timeline of like, oh, you just True. wanted her here. But now she but has to be did, aged up. Why did here. Jude Law look like this? But then by the time Tom <laughs> exactly. Riddle and them came to school, he exactly. should not be looking that old. It, it was, it was what, 10 year 10 time difference. Damn, Albus. Damn. He went from looking fine to ho, ho, ho in 10 years. Like, what happened? This is why this film should not have done this. It's like, why did you do Literally, you made, you could have picked a different timeline. They did. But you picked the timeline where it's like, it's cool, we can clearly see that this was 10 years before. Or. You gotta explain. Or maybe, maybe we'll see no something else it could have just been about Newt and dealing with everything we've heard about in the history of magic as far as like nice. other stuff happening. Could have been it could have still been Grinwell stuff, but we didn't have to involve all this Dumbledore drama in it. And it totally derails the whole story. And, 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 you know, the first movie of the series had so many creatures. The third movie, you don't get to see a lot of creatures. You want to get to see about the main three. And that was very sad. Um, Again, this movie, it has Fantastic Beasts on the title, even though it's in two font. Um, Newt is still, I guess, a spy for Dumbledore. They are trying to get together because of what happened in the second movie. Um, Grindelwald is just, he's, uh, you know, a fugitive. Everyone hates him, but he has spies everywhere. So they're trying to build like a AT to kind of stop him from doing stuff but it's hard because Grinwall has the the gift of sight so he can see things happening in the future before it happens so then they are relying on being random as hell basically and I'm just like Dumbledore is like a crazy genius because it the the way he's thinking again this is why in the books I couldn't stand his ass because I was like you could have just he does this as a movie too so I was like Jude Law plays a very good Dumbledore because he had the stare down at uh, certain people. He had the Dumbledore stare down. And then when he was saying stuff and then let things happen, I was like, but you do. Okay, you're Dumbledore. That's right. We're going to let things happen because that's what you do. And I'm just like, 
he played that part well because it made me upset. Um, as far as the story, it's it's very messy. I will say there are some scenes that are really, really great. Um, and that's unfortunate that you have to watch the movie to see those scenes unless someone brilliantly cuts them out and puts them on YouTube. Shout out to that person who will do that because that's all you need to see. Everything mm. else is just waddling in the mud. But I will say for me, the best addition to this movie was Jessica Williams' character who plays Professor Hicks. She was just on it the whole movie. I needed more of her. She should have been in, in the first uh, movie because she's actually connected to kind of like what Newt does. I mean, she Showing is a poster. defense of the Dark House. Dark House. Defense of the Dark Arts teacher. Yes. But she she knows of Newt and she admires him. And But she's helping out because of Dumbledore. But she was just... She was just on point, and she was about her books. Her books were actually her weapon, and I'm just like, so we're gonna have a great character in a shitty movie. I'm so upset. So if they do make it to another horrible movie, at least have her because she was like a bright, a bright, a fresh air in that movie. Um, Cat, I need to ask you a question because you you're not like us. You're a squeamish person, right? You don't like a lot of whole, like gore or stuff, correct? No, I'm fine with gore. Before I gore? just don't. I'm not into. How it. did you feel about that uh, animal evisceration scenes that happened out the gate? Which scene? Where he's slicing deer throats oh, and like bathing scene? in blood. Like, just... Oh no! It's not very violent. It's it's just the way the camera's angle and the way he's like. This is a kids la, movie. La, 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 la. Slice, and I was like, oh my goodness, like. It was kind of sudden. That alone is why this is a PG-13 movie. That was, a rated, that was a rated R scene right there. I was just like. Like, these films, like, it was really interesting to see them like, no, no, no. I know these are ki- for, like, kids, but, like, we're going in. But then at the same time, I feel like that would have happened in Harry Potter because of all the slicing of creatures to get blood to drink. But he wasn't I drinking like, the blood. He was actually looking. He didn't have I mean, a plan for like, that. never got that, though. I, I know. Like, uh, I know. Like, if they did it in Harry like, Potter, it would have been off screen or a shadow. But the yeah. fact that he turned around and you see the baby and you just see the motion of his hand and the sound, it just, it was just. What about the playing in it? The little, ah, ah, I see you in the blood. Well, it was just a little scene. Um, the crazy thing for me was, so I will say, I know people have said that Johnny Depp left this role, but I feel like Mads Mickerson was a better Grindelwald because he has just that. If you had watched his Hannibal show, which was one of my favorite shows of all time, how he was oh, he's great. basically a villain, think. but he's very charming. He played Grindelwald very charming, even though you you hate him. I was like, I hate him, but damn, he's so smart. And damn, he looks good in the suit, but I hate him. He played Smiles. that character very well. So that's another great addition, I would say, to the movie. And him and Jalal had natural chemistry. Where I was just like, I believe what they said, that they cared about each other. But at the same time, I'm like, you need to fuck him up, though, Dora. Like, he's trying to destroy the world. Um, but yeah, he, he was a very... Crazy guy. He even had a Lazarus pit, which I was like, how the hell does he have that? Because he... Because movie. The main thing about this movie, which <laughs> I didn't know what it was about until we got to the end, was they are choosing basically a leader of the Wizarding Council, and they already had people in place to run for it, but because of some of Grinwall paying people or, or recruiting people, he, had, he actually got put on the ballot, and all his... All his supporters were like, hey, we're taking over. You know, we hate muggles. We love purebloods. If you're not for us, you know, we're going to have to put you down. Basically, that was like that. And so in their tradition, they have this thing. 
I know I'm saying it wrong, but me and Imani kept calling it a chitlin. So we called them a chitlin because it sounded like a chitlin. But I know it's not a chitlin, but Marlon, it sounded like they were saying chitlin. And uh, it's this little a deer. Chitlin? Yeah, it's that, but it's chitlin. Um, and what it does is it chooses the leader by bowing at the person, and then they're chosen as president of the world or whatever. Mm-hmm. What in the beginning of the movie is Newt is finding the creature who's having the baby, and he finds the baby, but then Ezra and his gang come, and they kill the mom, they steal the baby, and they're like, oh no, that's crazy, why are they doing that? But then finds out the mom actually had twins, so Newt has one baby, and Grinwall has the other. So Grinwall is manipulating the baby to choose him by killing the deer, and then make them raising him back up in the Lazarus pit, which I was like, what the hell? And so the deer only this knew him PG-13 as... Movie. Right. As his, I guess, person. So that when it came to the day of who's going to win the ballot, the, 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 the zombie chitlin was like, I'm going to bow to Gwynwald because he's the one that brought me back to life. But Newt had to run there with his little A-team of wizards and the Jacob... Jacob the Muggle guy from Brooklyn had to rush over there to be like, hey, he's dead. This is the real one. And I have the real Chitlin. And I'm going to expose Grinwall for what he was, basically. Um, And then more drama between Dumbledore's stuff. They they had some little one fights, which were pretty cool, but... I think my issue with all of it (laughs) is the fact that they established that Grindelwald and Dumbledore had that pact. Yeah. Where they couldn't harm each other. Yeah. And they made sure to say that in the books and the movie, we can't harm each other. But then at the end of the movie, what happens, Kat? So in this weird ass scene where we're about to pour, where Grinwell is about to kill Ezra, but then Dumbledore is trying to protect Ezra. But then be- between that, their spells basically do a whole Harry Potter one thing where they like cancel each other out and that breaks the thing they did not explain this well at all i kept being in theater like what the hell yes. how did they break it because then yes. they go into like this it's like an anime battle first of all i just want to say i found out dumbledore is based on kakashi sensei and he itashi copied uh, all the jesus <laughs> totally mind meld of Ezra's mind. He does it to Gwynwall because they go into this whole dimension to fight. I was like, this is the most anime thing I've ever seen in Harry That's Potter. That's some Jujutsu Kaisen. Just, they're in their own domain. Expansion, I don't know whose domain it was, but domain. they literally were like, domain. Fight, fight, fight. And then they broke the domain and then Gwynwall ran away, which leads me to believe, oh, there's going to be another movie. It's going to be chasing after him. And then Ezra... Ezra's supposed to die because a phoenix is following him throughout the whole movie. And you want it, you guys want to know why he it was known that he's a Dumbledore, like it was true, is because he was Aberforth's son. Yeah. And Aberforth had, like what Dumbledore said, I fell in love with Grinwall that summer. Aberforth had fallen in love with the girl. The girl got sent away. They did not know about the child until recently. She had the, he has the same condition as their sister which makes Mm -hmm. him not live long and has these crazy amounts of powers. But, you know, Grinwall had set him against the family, so that's why he was trying to kill Dumbledore and them. But Dumbledore did this crazy anime fight in the middle of of (laughs) They're in Berlin. They're in Berlin. They do a whole crazy anime one fight, and he shows Ezra the truth. I was always, you know, Dumbledore family... 
we all care about you. Grinwald's lying to you. He like put some drop of water on his forehead when he was, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Like but, a baptism? No, he like, he like blows out air and goes through some water ice. It comes through everything. Marlon, did you watch this him. movie? I feel like you watched it. <laughs> <laughs> watch it when it comes out on HBO Max. I know, I know it's coming out on HBO Max. This is a Wonder Brothers movie, so it's going to come out within Jeez. a month. Um, I had the help of some pirates. Yeah. And then, so then, Ezra was like, I'm on Dumbledore's side. Not my $20. Side. It's on Dumbledore's side, so I got to kill Grinwall now. And I'm like, how did we get to this conclusion? But apparently, since he still is about to die, he's spitting tie with Aberforth, his father. So that's why I'm like, if Ezra Miller is cut from this, that means we can make him be dead already off screen by the time this next movie comes out. But... Is the next movie coming out? I don't know. It was so convoluted. Again, My brain hurts. This again goes back to <laughs> the main question that I think every filmmaker should always ask themselves yes. when they're going beyond three of the same film. Yes. How did we get here? I don't know. That's exactly the same thing I asked. How? Literally, I asked, the first film, it was in America. It was in America and, and it was American issues and animals. And I got a cool. I understand what's happening. This is new Scamander. His animals got loose. They're magical variety. He's got to catch them all. Also solve I some things it. are going on. Right. And then from that to this, we jumped, we fully jumped into like Fast and Furious. Like we're, we're going to add espionage. And also it's important to know this, Amy. I said this earlier that this is, you know, that this is taking place before Hitler. This next film whenever it comes out, it's going to be taking place either on the eve or right at World War II. Yep. So they are going to have to either address that there is Nazi Germany going on right now, or they're going to have to address the fact that there are Jews being captured in this film. Because it fully lines up with the fact that the Holocaust is going to be happening real quick. But the crazy thing is, by the time this is happening, this is when Tom Riddle is supposed to be in school. Has Hogwarts. Has. Right? Has I think so. Has the Holocaust been mentioned within the Harry Potter universe ever? Well, no, remember because they don't ever cover Muggle history. I know, but I was wondering, is that like ever been a thing? They're in the cities where this is happening. So, like, they were in Berlin. What? This is nineteen thirties. Oh my god! This reminds me of my favorite. And it had the it had the air of this is before (laughs) everything went down. But you know, we're with the wizards. Eaming, I have a D&D uh, show I need you to watch. It's called Misfits and Magic. Uh, it's basically... Wait, what in uh, Magic? About, so it's called Misfits and Magic. Misfits and it's and basically magic. like a... Um, it's a play on what if muggles got wizard powers and came to the not world of Harry Potter, but very similar to Harry Potter. And the number one question these kids are these players always ask is like how do you not know this like at some point they were like yeah it's like you know a nuclear bomb like a what you gotta know what a nuclear bomb is like what have y'all been doing here right slavery huh right where have you been (laughs) this is like like it's like have y'all just not acknowledged the outside world at all terrible things have been happening out and y'all just been like in here insulated that's not good for anyone you've lost on like hundreds of years of of technology and thought because you decided to like we're going to only do our thing so again if they they might not even talk about it but i feel like there's got to be some acknowledgement this is 
It'd be one if this is like World War One. Like, cool, we can like we don't have to talk about Archduke Franz Ferdinand. We can we can skip that. But if y'all are gonna be in Europe They're during World Europe, right? War Two, mm-hmm. that entire location is gonna be carpet bombed for several months at a time. Like, you can, you're not gonna be able to get anywhere because it's either gonna be the Allied forces or the Nazis are gonna be on the road blocking you. Exactly. You can't just not talk about what's happening. You can't just be like, cool, we're only going to talk about the wizard things that happen. And yeah, this does take place in the muggle world. But like, we're just going to completely ignore the swastikas that are hanging from the walls. We're just going to fully just glaze over the fact that London overnight is now being bombarded. And there's like a full like air horn going on. (laughs) So it's like, you either got to talk about it or you got to do some crazy like, great. So we didn't have anything to do for the next 10 years. Um... We're going to start right now after they've signed the treaties and uh, the bombs have been dropped. So anyway, uh, let's talk about what we're doing now. So what's, just, so what's your rating for this? Out of a five or a ten? Out of ten. Out of ten? Uh, maybe like a four. Okay. Like, there again, there were some parts that I liked and then there were parts that I was just like, why is this a movie? Why is this a two-hour movie? This could have been like a miniseries. Jesus Christ, that's a great question. Why is this a two-hour movie? It's, it's literally a two-hour movie, and half the time I was just like, and then they gave fan service because you know we had to go to Hogwarts uh-huh. and we had to go inside, and then we had to see the Quidditch things, and we had to go to Hogsmeade, and we had to, you know, see. Well, that's things. the issue with this film is that I feel like this film is trying to accomplish two things. It's trying to accomplish this narrative of like what you don't know. But also, it doesn't want to skew so far away from the source material that, oh, we're going to lose people. So we got to talk about Hogsmeade. We got to always bring in Hogwarts. <laughs> Distract me. Because if we go, literally, it's like a, a, it, was a, it was the same problem with the Star Wars, like, sequel. Which cool. Like, we can't go too far beyond the normal source material. So we're going to have the exact same three films with different people. And it's all going to be, like, nothing too far away. But then when they did something that was too far away, it's like, how did you thought... Where did your mind go to think of this idea? Like, wh- why go here? But you gave us no inclination, and now you swung way off to the right, and now we're here we are the, with this. The difference between that and Star Wars is, but you have the original writer on, on like, as producer and writer, screenwriter and producer of this movie. It said J.K. Rowling. I was like, so she okayed everything in this movie. I mean, we also know that J.K. is absolutely out here to squeeze every copper out of whatever money That's, he's getting out of these films. Again, like Homegirl tried to do a whole other like Harry Potter thing. Like she has a Broadway play. She is she does not lose all this money. Like she's she's got Harry Potter world. She's got this franchise. She's got the uh, the website. Literally become the new the video game mm-hmm. that that EA is dropping. Like she this book again came out in 1999. Right? It was like. Years ago, right? Years ago, we was we were children when this came out. She's still like How did we get here, Kat? So Marlon, how did what's, we get what's here? your rating then? Cats was four. Said, Yours is what? Oh, I think a four is quite frankly uh, honest. Four, okay, so two fours. And I will go with the four. Yeah, because yeah. I, I could go lower, but again, it had good like it had good characters that I wish I could see in a better movie, but I know I'm not going to get that, so I will cherish them that it kept me watching because if it was all bad I would have walked out that movie but I really did want to see what Grimwald was going to do in the end because I he was a really good villain um I really like Jessica Williams character I love Newt um shout out to you Marlon Dumbledore gave 
Hufflepuff three points in this movie. Every Hufflepuff <laughs> in the theater was like, yeah, because I was like, it was, it was your time. It was We're your on time. the board. <laughs> it, was yeah. it was not good for those times. So I was like, like, Imani was very happy to hear that too. So I was just like, okay, like, y'all get we some had points. zero. Now we got <laughs> three. <laughs> Guess what, cat? Guess what, cat? That's a new house record right there. <laughs> hey! <laughs> all, all thanks to Newt, and I, it made me realize if we want to keep living in this Harry Potter nonsense, I think it's only fair that I don't want a movie, but I feel like if they if they want to be smart, they would they should do a main character from each of the houses, and that could be interesting if you had a better outlook but since it's backed by Warner Brothers I don't trust it if it was by any other studio mm. I think having an original story with like a Slytherin character or a Ravenclaw character would be pretty amazing we're not gonna get that we're not gonna I get mean, that and that makes me very sad unless somebody takes a fan fiction and makes it real I will be no. there we don't need any more of those what's that it's called like a Watt journal or a yeah, Watt app. Wattpad. What's it called? Wattpad. You don't need any Wattpad <laughs> But we need stories. them. It's going to be better than this movie. That's how we got Twilight, y'all. That's how we got Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally true. how we got Twilight. It's called Wattpad that gained popularity. This you don't need true. that. But Kat, what's important to know is that according to like Screen Rant and some other things, um, depending on how the Fantastic Beast Secrets of Dumbledore does, they can either do one more if it doesn't do great, or they can do two more if it does do great. Oh my gosh. So what were so the we're secrets? at one to two movies. What were the secrets? <laughs> the secrets were... Is that he loved a man. That's the, the entire that goddamn and secret. And <laughs> okay. was the father of Ezra Miller. Okay. okay. And that's and also, about it. Also, that's the only secret because they literally made that up because for the Because we've been waiting for six years <laughs> about this boy. It was like, he's no, a no. Dumbledore. We're like, no, he's they, not. They threw in credence as they were like, cool, you think you know the Harry Potter world? We're going to rewrite some things because you obviously all know the Harry Potter world, so we got to add it some made things. every Harry Potter fan angry. We're literally, like, this kid? JK gave everyone all her like journals and her website to explain every insulated small modicum of the characters. So cool, like, I now need to add new things because otherwise you all know this. And here we go. I'm just mad there was not enough creatures in this movie. And I was like, mm. I mean, Newt and his... And the creatures are like my favorite part, and we barely get to see the animals in this movie were the were, were the muggles and the wizards and the witches. Like mm. I didn't need to know that. I already know mm. that. But those are the mm. beasts in this movie because everybody was either horrible, 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 or really sweet, and it was no in between. Um, I will say, uh. shout out to Jacob for being, I guess, the muggle who was like the heart of the group because he's such a pure person. But he actually was the one that had the most logic because some of the stuff the other people were doing, he was like, why are you doing that? I was like, I agree with him. Why are y'all doing that? And again, the thing with the wizards of this world, they let stuff happen. Jacob's like, we need to fight. And I'm like, I'm with him. Shout out to him for making the most sense in every scene, but I'm sad that no one listened to him because he's a muggle. But he got a wand. He's a muggle. He got a wand. Congratulations. That was nice. He's the first muggle and to ever have one. God, and he threatened and he threatened Grindelwald of all people. Yeah, it was a great scene. Now that's a great scene to watch. He was God, like, stand man, up. This man, he went all Brooklyn with him. Stand up. Get, this get man up. almost Tr- got a vodka cadaver trying to right. be that Brooklynite. Grindelwald didn't even care. He was just like, this is fascinating. And I was just like, 
but they did, Grinwald did make him go through one of the unmentionable curses, which I was like, they're going to kill this man. But he survived it. So I was just like, dang, he made a non-magical per- That man could have died. But he, mm. that part hurt me because I looked really terrible. And the visual effects are more updated. So those curses look worse than they did in the other Harry Potter movie. But mm. did he get a Nazi? Isn't that his whole backstory? He, he Who? Did- <laughs> Jacob, wasn't his like fiance? She was, she was a, a wizard Nazi. She was they ended up Grinwald, I know Voldemort had Death Eaters. I don't know what Grinwald's little followers are called, but she was one of them. But it looked Nazis? like she was. She chose that side so she can. So she has. She can read people's minds. It helped. It was helpful. But I don't know. Actually, no. They didn't address that. I'm assuming she was on that side so she can let Dumbledore and crew save the day because she was able to read minds because somebody somebody from the double door yeah. side infiltrated the group and she knew who he was mm-hmm. but she was pretending that was helpful but at the I same time girl you could have said something like we all thought you were evil but then jacob out here almost dying for your ass like whatever um i'm just happy jacob had a happy ending because he deserves all the goodness he was a very he really is a good person i'm yeah. very sad that newt didn't get to have the adventure that he wanted i did enjoy that him and his brother got to have more scenes which was really great but like who asked for that now he, we're, we're, we're getting right. we're getting to the weeds it's like cool every character needs to have a, a side story that we gotta touch on it's like this movie is already two hours it's two hours I just wanted Newt to have fun much. with his animals. He's he's being a spy. And I'm like, this man would he's, not grow up to be a spy. This man is a textbook he's a introvert. Zoologist. And you were telling him, great, go do spy stuff. I want you to go talk to people. And he's all it's nervous like, please, about it. Please don't let me talk to people. His please animal don't saved no, his no, ass. No, no, like, I need you to go and investigate and talk to people and discover. He did not do defensive dark arts. Like, he's he like, oh, emotions. Like, he is a zoologist. <laughs> Like, I this need you to see like, that. It's like if Hagrid was with Harry the entire time on the Deathly Hollows doing, you think he's going to survive? No, because he's Hagrid no. and he looks animals like. What's animals? <laughs> also, Kat, it's important to note this before, before we move on. It's important to note that this, according to this article, uh, the films are supposed to take place between 1926 and 1945. 1945 marks the end of World War II. Right. So again, these films are going to take place during World War II. Uh, so they are absolutely going to have to talk about it. So we might get a Tom it. Riddle appearance soon. We might get if, a Nazi reveal. I mean, yeah, Nazi, but I'm just thinking Tom Riddle went to school during Maybe that time an too. an atom bomb. Right. We might get an atom bomb. We, 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 we might get something where the wizards are like, Matt, the, the muggles have gotten too out of control. We need right. to... We need to help them. The ranks. No, they've, we should not help they've them. They've surpassed magic. They've they dropped an atom bomb. Like it's gonna we don't us have all. magic that like does that because I feel like that is a hundred percent true. Like cool, we have magic. They just harness the power of atoms and it's drop like a bomb. Alchemy. They're like doing alchemy. We don't and really, they're doing magic. We have Avada Kedavra, and we got to point at someone, and we have to say the full word. They got a bunch of them. They just lit. So we need to. Right. We need to get. We need to put some people in the Muggle world because we gotta. We gotta keep an eye on that. <sighs> Whatever happens, I will keep you guys updated because Can't I'm wait. not done. I need to Man. find out why and why and why until I can't why no more. But I'm not gonna say recommend it if you. If you don't even care and you're just there for the for the actors or whatever, 
go see it. I would just recommend wait at least a month until it's out on HBO Max, then see it for yourself. That way, you can scream into the screen. I could not scream at the screen because I was in the movie theater, but I was just like this the whole... I was a mind in the dark, just like... That's surprising, because I, I, if you know Kat, like her, people don't really stop her from being loud. So that's that's part. She's like, Me no, I can't do it. Me and we're whispering. We're like, what the hell? <laughs> Doesn't make sense. When you say whispering, what does that mean? Let's talk about no that. What does that mean? Because we heard and whispering, whisper. and that was not whispering. <laughs> the last time we were all sitting. No, no, no. I don't talk. Uh, <laughs> but I remember last going to the theater, I was sitting next to either Eming or Ray, and I remember being like, I can hear everything that Imani and Kat are talking about right now. Y'all got good hearing. Because <laughs> I was, did you see what you just did? I can't oh believe it. So like, I don't think, think she's whispering. Like, I think in her mind, that's a whisper. She's not a full I don't think we were normal trying to whisper You have a conversation in the theater, a normal voice. Inside voice. I picture it almost like like a like a full anime scene where like the character's like cool like you aren't doing like a Midori a mutter you're doing a full out loud thing and it's like this <laughs> character's talking out loud everyone's like they're not muttering mutter, you can hear mutter, everything mutter, mutter. <laughs> mutter, 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 mutter. <laughs> yes well no we were whispering oh, the whole Jesus. time other people were like whispering too but then someone bought a dog in the theater and we were just like what the hell yeah like a support dog <laughs> i don't know that dog went rush a few what? times he couldn't stand what's wrong with so people like, <laughs> oh my god i i mean that doesn't sound like it's a trend i feel like home. i know a few service dogs they're not supposed to bark yeah that dog was Unless barking he was only like, if what like the hell? you bark what they, the hell? they only bark, bark if the person's like bark. having a fit <laughs> that that most likely was a support dog Tom that just got the really license barked. printed out on like a at home computer. That dog was gonna give it a two. He didn't like it either. Like every every every. He killed the deer. Woof. Yeah, he didn't like it. Not I don't like creatures. it. I don't like it. Nope. That's why that dog spoke up. He would have been quiet if it wasn't like that. So Animal I, I, cruelty. Oh, no. Woof. Right. Right. <laughs> I don't appreciate this right. scene. Mine take me home. <laughs> and the person, well, I'm like, you're a dog. They do that every time the dog barks. And I'm like, you know, dogs don't respond to that. No, no, I would be that petty. I'd be like, yo, if you would shut your dog up. <laughs> I'm like, I would have barked back. I'd be like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Sure. That was my experience, so. Yeah, but Kat, I mean, speaking of franchises, Kat, we also have another franchise that is also long-lived and uh, never going to let up on that gas pedal. Uh, we got Fast 10. Uh, maybe I'm hoping that they're going to call it Fast X because it's, yeah, like it's, like, it's a 10. But anyway, we got some we got some aiming hot news. We got some Fast and Furious news. Uh, we do know that Brie Larson is going to be joining the Fast family, uh, due to uh, our good boy uh, uh, Vin Diesel on social meds, sharing, I'm so excited to welcome a real good friend of the family, uh, Brie Larson. Welcome so to Fast amazing. Family. And she's like, I'm so excited. I love the film. And we also know that they're bringing in Jason Momoa. So they're bringing in a DC and a Marvel character. And we already know that Jason Momoa is going to be the quote unquote villain of this, uh, of this Fast 10 movie. So... My thinking is that uh, they're going to make Bree one of his like side buddies or his, his helpers as the bad guy team. Maybe they help out Charlize Theron, who is still in this movie. Uh, <laughs> is she still in her box? Right, she's still in her box. I'm in a glass box of emotion. <laughs> 
Wait, no, no. Even if you remember, she let that glass box get into an Atari. All I remember is the box. Simulation. All I remember just, is the she, box. She, she got, that box was ridiculous. But no, she uh, let that box get into like a, a she went into a hangar that had right. just the fighter pilot uh, simulator, uh, which I'm like, why does this need a, a hangar? Right. There's no actual jet here. She's in a box directing this. Anyway, she... We last saw her in that as John Cena <laughs> drove away. Uh, and what's great is that we know where the bar is now. Oh, we do? We know where the bar <laughs> Oh, we do. Where? We know where the bar is. You can see it and, from where you are? <laughs> well, no, here's why we know where the bar is. And this is, we know where the bar is because of the last film. The last film decided, you know what? We're going to throw whatever little logic we had out the window. <laughs> We're going to go full logic. fan service. Full fan service. We're going to have a car that, despite gravity, can swing on a rope that realistically could probably hold maybe 500, 800 pounds. It's going to stay cemented into a side of a mountain that's already crumbling. Slingshot a full car going at like 120 miles an hour up to the other side of the cliff. No one's going to die or get their shirts ruffled or dirty. And on top of that, we're going to pimp out uh, a Pontiac Fiento to be uh, space worthy and send people into space with a makeshift astronaut suit. That's where the bar was in this film. So now, guess what? They're gonna do anything. Time travel. I'm talking Transformers. Time travel. Two T's. The two T's. Time travel, Transformer. One That's of those. literally all they can do now. Mm-hmm. That's it. They've reached that point where cool, like literally you you either are gonna have a rock'em sock'em robot car fight or you're going to somehow travel back in time or to do something. Maybe that. But at this point, it's like, y'all have already done so much. You've already admitted that in this universe, none of you can die. Thanks to Tyrese's whole thing of like, <laughs> we never die. We never get so much as the scratch. Like, that's not helpful to this movie franchise right. for you to admit to us that everything you've done has yielded no consequences. They're going to go back in that, time. If anything, that just tells us that this is a really badly directed uh, franchise to where you could do all these things and as a character announce, we just can't die ever. Who directed well, that they're one? They're going to go back in time. They're going to find that their ancestors were like demigods or something and that their mission is always to fight against whatever is the true villain of the series. And Did you really get all Attack on Titan on me? Like... <laughs> it's in their blood. They come from a long line of, of car racers. They have it's to stop them. Yes, with cars. Cars are their main choice of weapon in transportation. I don't know what their cars were back in the day. It would have been a chariot or something. I don't know. Um, I think it might be Justin Lin. Uh, in I know. Maybe, I saw. I it director. is Justin Lin, yeah. That, it has to. That makes me sad. You can't let the walls direct this movie. If someone else directed the movie, it's not going to be good. It wasn't good to begin with. It's good now because it's stupid. I like stupid good versus just plain old stupid. Like it's this. Like my thoughts. My thoughts. My thoughts are this. I feel like they've gone into almost everyone's backstory except for two people. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. Except for one person. Ludicrous. True. Tej. Tej in one movie told to Dom. When Dom was like, oh, no, I think someone asked him, how do you know all this? And he was like, I had a life before you. 
And I wonder if we're going to get some kind of Tej backstory. Because so far on the list of cast members, you only have Dominic, Ramsey, Letty, Roman, Han, and Tej. And Jason Momoa and Brie Larson are also on there. Wait, no Bow Wow? I, you know that we're going to bring Bow Wow back for this nonsense. Bow Wow was there for an Easter egg to a film that everyone hated. Bow Wow's going to make an appearance. They hated it so much that they decided to rewrite everything around Bow it so they couldn't have to talk about it. And somehow decided, you know what? Let's still bring it up. Thus far, he's not listed uh, in the cast so far. So far. Not the cameos. So far. Is, we haven't done cameos. I feel like he's going to make Little a cameo. cameos. I'm hoping they decide to wrap this this bad boy up. It's already. I, I feel like it's it's literally maybe five steps up from a sci-fi film. It is like this is like this is like what if Sharknado had a better budget? It would be this. <laughs> True. If Sharknado had a multi-million-dollar budget, if Sharknado it would get had to Vin Diesel. I mean, you're speaking of existence. They can exactly. always reboot that and then do that. So. What's stopping them? Like honestly, when you think about it, like I don't know, like literally everyone on this title doesn't do much else outside of Fast and Furious, with the exception of Ramsey, who just came off of Game of Thrones stardom. And then Michelle Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez only does Fast and Furious films. <laughs> Tyrese Gibson did a Morbius film, which he was terrible in that too. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> he also movie? just does this. Did we talk about Lutipris. that yet? Did you watch it? I can make it real short. It was dumb. I'm still waiting to hear everything. Anyway, like looking at everyone else, mostly they all just do Fast and Furious films. Besides, like, it's just, let me tell you right now what was some of Sean, some of Chris Bryan Bridges, aka Ludacris's acting credits are before uh, Fast and Furious 9. Snow Dogs. (laughs) Snow Dogs is one of them. I'm sorry, I just had to say it out loud. Oh my God. Okay, sorry. John Henry. Do you remember John Henry? I do. Yeah. That film where that super that super dumb film where Terry Crews. Yes, we watched it. Oh my god! Why did I watch that? Because of you guys. I didn't watch it. I watched. I watched it. Because in that film has a full metal job. Oh hell no! He did not. I cannot. I deleted that from my brain, and now it's come back full force. Thank you. Thank you for that. It's such a bad film. Anyway, that was John Henry, Uh, and then we got uh, Fast and Furious Nine. Wait, no, I think I saw John. Never mind. Wow, ludicrous. Oh God. But at the same time, he don't have to do too much. He's like retired. Like he's living on the laurels of his. Music career and He's all the producer. Side oh yeah, and he has a uh, that that uh, uh he does ads for uh frick who does he do, do ads for um uh the spread the uh, never mind magazine no it's food it's food he 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 has a f- a food contract where he oh. promotes yeah so like he, oh it's he uh just... it's Jif peanut butter. What? Yeah, he he has a bunch of ads where he's like, they say, uh, rapping got better after he started eating Jif peanut butter. 
Ludicrous. <laughs> that doesn't make any fucking sense. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> What are you doing on a crust? Not the peanut butter. That was so weird. Don't so look it up. How did we get here? I need this episode titled How Did We Get Here? Because how? I'll tell you I was this. already going to do that, but thanks okay. for confirming. I'm like, Ludacris, how did you get there? Peanut butter? Jif peanut butter? It's important to know this. I'm looking at, I was trying to see what the cast was doing besides Fast and Furious. Michelle Rodriguez has a film on here that I did not know was going to be a thing, but it's coming out the same year as Fast Furious 10. And that film is Dungeons and Dragons. They did a reboot? Let me tell you who's in it because that's where this gets real. First casted on this, Reggae Jean Page. What? From Bridget. Yes. Second on that list, Chris Pine. What? Third on that list, Hugh Grant. What? <laughs> this is a very mixed up cast. This is very fascinating. Now I have to watch it. Because how did you get all these people? so wild. Okay, oh can we talk about that next time? Like, Sounds like a Mars attack situation. No it's in post-production right now. Oh, it's so. in post-production? Wow. It is in post-production who, who right now. Who directed it or wrote it or produced it? The directors are John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein. Who are these people? John Francis Daly, you might remember, from Bones. The TV show on Fox that was on for like 15 years? Bones. Yep. Lance Sweets, ring a bell? That does sound familiar. He looks he Wait, looked like he was a child. That, was he the guy that like, like backstabbed them? He had a baby him? face. Yeah, and he backstabbed them because I... The, yep. I watched the syndication stuff and I was like, oh, yep. that character did the bad? Oh, I didn't know. I thought he was a good guy. He's the director. So he's the director now. Yeah, he's co-directing with some guy who wrote some things on the Spider-Man film. So what production company is backing this up? Is this another universal thing or? Oh, uh, let's see. It looks like uh, John Maganello co-wrote uh, the script. It Wait, looks John like. Maganello? Like the D and D master, like the D and D celebrity yeah. master. Okay, yeah, this might be good because he knows this the, stuff and he does big celebrity Paramount, things. Paramount Pictures, Vertigo Entertainment, and All Spark Pictures. That means it might come out Paramount early. Which yes, the release date is March third of twenty twenty three. I'm gonna watch it on streaming. Paramount. It also was known uh, as Chainmail. Uh, as the script called Chainmail. How are you going to get Simon in this movie with Chris Pine? Like, what's the story about? I'm so confused. Uh, there is not much to go off of here. It says plot undisclosed, but literally it's like based on a tabletop role-playing game, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, We're entering a D&D era now. Thanks, Critical Role. <laughs> well, that's the thing is that with Critical Role and with the pandemic. And Stranger Things. Stranger Things, tabletop games have taken a take it off in a big, big this is way. Very true. So there is that. But I thought this to say that Michelle Rodriguez is also in Dungeons and Dragons as well. <laughs> She's also in this film, and I don't know. <laughs> I am surprised that Ben Diesel isn't in it. Yeah, because he's just honestly, because he's also huge into D and D, and he plays D and D with uh, Homegirl, who was Batwoman before she quit. Mark, uh, what's her name? Ruby uh, Rose. Yes. They played D together with uh, the the kids and her. Hmm. 
Dang, why did Vin Diesel? That would have been a great opportunity for him. Yeah. Maybe there are he's other folks busy. on this list for this film, but I just don't want to list all of them. But you might be able to recognize a few of them on here. I'm gonna look this up like later, so I can be like, oh, interesting. Yeah, give it a look. Wow, D and D era. We're entering a video game slash D and D era. I hope. I hope it's better than the bubble. Because that was another stacked cast. I did not see that. That went nowhere. Nowhere. That was so nowhere. It that just, was a funny, terrible film. It was just bad. You didn't like the fact no. that Pedro Pascal and Daisy really had sex? Yeah, okay, that was like the one thing. <laughs> there, I, was, I, I was like, wait, wait, I was like, my mom, like, hold on. That's Ray. That's the Mandalorian. Like, what the fuck is that? I was like, wait, wait, stop, cut. You didn't enjoy all the TikToks that were going on in there? It was, that's just me on my phone looking at TikToks. <laughs> like, it was well choreographed. I'll give them that. But it, God, there was no so substance to that story. If you're going to stack a cast, at least give them good content to work with. Oh no! Dang. I think I think that was the whole point. Like, oh, like let's do a film about shooting a B but movie. That's, that's been. And I think that was the whole thing of like. Again. But what I liked about it was one, it was a B movie that had literally it had Mulder from also uh, fucking weird X Files. Also fucking it. weird. Yes, Super like fucking. They had so them. many weird people in this thing that were pretending to. Again, they were pretending to make honestly Sharknado. That's what they were pretending to make. Oh my god! And it was like, what are they making Sharknado during like the height of like the quarantine? Where like people had to stop and start making films. This is my it. favorite part was when uh, Professor X made a made a little. I, I was yes. like, oh hi, hi baby, hi. Okay, bye. <laughs> that was it. I was like, oh. James McAvoy makes a cameo. And it's, hi, Candy. It was the funniest moment I've ever. Stop. I said, so. I was like, why is he chasing her? She was like, what are you doing? He was like, I don't know. I'm so sorry. You were running. Like, then why did you chase stars. me? Because that you were running. Alone. I don't know. I'm sorry. And I was like, that was the greatest James McAvoy cameo for no reason. I've As ever himself. Seen. It was perfect. Literally. Chef's kiss. no purpose. And he was like, I'm going to leave now. It's <laughs> like, that was honestly the greatest direction. James, just do a thing. We don't care what you do. Just, just do it. He's fine. Uh, okay. He Am did it. He is Thanks, perfect. James. This is why he is perfect. And he, and he just walks off set. Yep. If you want to see it, Fred, Fred Armisen is in it. Uh, it has a, again, Kat, this thing is, it's stacked. It is stacked. And everyone has but wild lines. Like it was so bad. It was. It's, it's <laughs> for me, it was so it bad. It was, was hilarious. It was bad. It wasn't even funny. It was bad. Because I was like, oh. this is really funny. Like, this is like a really bad B movie, but it's shot on like a pretty awesome budget. Like, great. Do whatever you want. Be as bloody or as nondescript well, as you want to be. Go for I, it. I heard that when, Je- when, when he was writing this, he was basing it on what he was hearing about them shooting Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. So I was like, like, what yep. the fuck were they hearing about Jurassic Park? You didn't hear? No. Yo. I haven't heard anything. Well, here's the thing. They don't want to name names. Of course not. And the <laughs> Hollywood has been very quiet. But everyone has hinted at the fact that Chris Pratt might be an anti-vaxxer. Well, no shit. And so, like, and it's like they were hinting there being, is, is that there was, like, difficulty around shooting certain right, scenes with someone who refused to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to protect everyone else. So they had to, like, keep doing these, like, great, you stand here, they'll stand there, and we'll try to, like, meet in the middle. 
in the foreground and then other people were also getting COVID on set. So it was like this whole nightmare of like starting, stopping, mm. starting, stopping. And they had to stay in hotels right. and they had to like restart their quarantine every time. Like in the film, it was like, great, everyone go back to your rooms. You can't come out for, for like another six days because there was like an exposure. So it was pretty in line what was going on there but decided to ramp up Hollywood the randomness. twist itself into not t- trying to protect that man. It's hilarious. But then we're going to cancel Will Smith. I'm just saying. Anyway. Hey. <laughs> so I got on my end. We're already hitting hour 30 on this bad boy. Uh, yeah. Um, thank you guys. We had a super awesome episode um, going through all the topics. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed what we talked about today. Don't forget to hit up on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our website, Geek Whoa. Geek, Geek Force po- Podcast.com. What were you about I, to say? Yeah. I, Geek po- I just glitched. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Cats in the Matrix. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the Dumbledore. Um, with that being said, <laughs> thank you for choosing our show. Remember to rest well, hydrate, and watch a good old movie, the first Jurassic Park, anytime. Until then, we <laughs> gone. This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California.